Were those meant to be in martini? Like the it's a martini. It's meant to serve you know the, the round martini glasses. Oh They're yeah, like a goblet or something. It's, I mean, it looks like there's a, a name for it. It's like a coupe. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that like French. That. We have the little like ridges around them, so you can grip it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's meant to be served in. Grip a chill it and coupe. rip it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that honey, grip it and rip it. <laughs> we we serve one at work. You only grip it and rip it when you have a hundred and twenty dollar bottle of gold yeah, reserves. Yeah, gold <laughs> reserve honey. <laughs> They're not selling these anymore. Right? <laughs> you have to drink all the water. I have a $45 uh, martini, please. Why is it so expensive? This is the most bougie drink we've it's had. It's the honey. Place. We ship the bees over to Sakura, Japan, so they can yeah. see. They get massages from the Kobe guys. <laughs> this <is> Kobe honey. <laughs> Kobe honey. We feed them beer and massage their little wings. Yeah. <laughs> the little, little Japanese ladies like the Mothra. <laughs> like the wings. Like picking saffron stems out of them. <laughs> we get the pollen off of you. <laughs> Cheers and welcome to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general. Drinking. I'm Paxton and that is Clint. How you doing? What are we drinking today? We're drinking a bee's knees. How about that? I wonder Cheers. why it's called the bee's knees. Because it is the bee's <laughs> knees. We've got this very, very expensive bottle yeah. of Tupelo yeah, this, Gold This drink Reserve is brought to you honey. by uh, Savannah Bee Company, Shea Knight. Good looking out, my boy. Cheers It's again. really good. And Jason, so, thank you so much. Um, the thing is, I don't like gin, but there's gin in this. There it's is. It's a botanical gin. I got Uncle Val's Botanical Gin. The, I made a, a, a honey syrup by cooking down this exquisite honey with a little bit of water to make a little honey syrup. Did you feel like scared to do it? Like, you're like, all right, this is $40 worth of material yeah, I'm pouring yeah, into yeah. a pot right now. I was now. very, very careful about it. Like, I got every little bit out of it. And like, what was left, I like, I took like a piece of a cliff bar and rubbed it around the pot just to get all that good. I was like, ooh, a $6 cliff bar. Hmm. So yeah, it's the Uncle Val's Botanical Gin, uh-huh. this incredibly exquisite bottle of honey, Yeah, and uh, <laughs> squeeze, I bought organic lemons, because we had you know, of go. Course. And it's meant to be in a martini glass with a twist, but uh, we're, we, don't, we don't roll that Here way. at this house, I'm sorry, here at this podcast studio, yeah. glasses don't last long. No, it's not Especially if they have stems on them. There's a stem? Ooh. We're we, fucked. We'd come back from the break with just one, one with a stem and one without a stem. I'd be in somehow. a plastic cup. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd be in a red solo cup at the end of the fucking halfway through the so, first so segment. Just drinking it out of the honey bottle. <laughs> just mix it in with the rest of the honey. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? We bougie. But uh, yeah, the Bee's Knees, a cocktail created in the uh, 1921 by uh, Frank Mir, not the fighter Frank Mir. So not cauliflower ear Frank <laughs> no, Mir. No, not cauliflower okay. ear Frank Mir. Um, a half Jewish bartender. He was the first bartender at the uh, Ritz in Paris in 1921. 21. Oh, gotcha. First head bartender, and he created the bee's knees. Ah, and I bet that, that's, the, that's the way they talk back in there. Like, hey, buddy, let's do the backseat buggy after we have a few bee's knees. Yes, <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> that's exactly how they Let talk. Let us have the bee's knees, uh, the backyard boogie. I bet the honey was good, though. I bet they had some fire honey back oh, then. Oh, you like my honey. <laughs> yes, this is that uh, post-World War I honey. It's got a little taste of shrapnel to it. You it can, tastes like hatred. You can smell the flamethrower. <laughs> Uh, follow us on our social medias. Um, if you want to watch us on YouTube, it's uh, Paxton Eugene. Search that, and all the from behind the barcast stuff will come up. We'd like for you to email us any of your Karens or Darrens of the week at uh, from behind the barcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, from behind the barcast, Instagram at from behind the barcast. La da da. Leave us a fucking message on Anchor if you feel like doing that. But first, <clears throat> we weren't sure, you weren't sure, because I don't like gin. Yeah, yeah. You, you made it uh, well known the yeah, first yeah. time I had when we did the, uh, what was the what was the anti uh, scurvy cocktail? Um, oh, um, uh, well, fuck! I'll never remember now that you said it. The gimlets. The gimlets. We did yeah, the yeah, gimlets, yeah. which is traditionally a gin cocktail. Paxton so, was like, yeah. I don't like gin, so I just we did it with vodka. So we uh, made plans for maybe this didn't work out. Right. Yeah. We would. Yeah. You know, just a little. Can, 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 uh, uh, now I forget the fucking word. A little backup it. plan. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so I go to the fucking liquor store. To get the backup vodka. So I was like, um, I was like I'll, I'll try something new. And I saw this Chopin vodka. Oh, I there. love Chopin. That's one of my favorite mar- like dirty martini vodkas. Oh, see, so I was making the right choice. It was just oh, like yeah. I, I'd never seen it before, and it was like reasonably priced or whatever. It's potato vodka. So I'm in, yeah, it's made from, it's Polish. So I'm in line, and there's this fucking lady uh, in front of me. And she's probably pushing like 200 pounds and she's with her mother, it looks like. So she's probably like early 30s and then, you know, her mom or whatever. Very stank looking. 
and her and her giant fucking shirt had like a tiny little American flag on it. <clears throat> Just a little bit of America. Yeah. So um, yeah, <laughs> she had room for all of the <laughs> for a few ca- all for a few states, states on there. <laughs> she could have kept Hawaii and fucking Alaska <laughs> in there too, probably. Real size. But um, so behind the counter. Is a teenage. I mean, if he was twenty one, I'd be super fucking surprised. And this is a um, like a local, like a yeah. locally owned thing. It's a family owned. Yeah, store, family yeah. owned thing. Yeah, it's not like a fucking ABC or some fucking national chain, right? So it's literally this fucking nineteen year old looking kid who who kind of has the. He looks like he's. He looks like he's seen some shit. <laughs> like he probably has in the last I couple mean, weeks uh, up there. Uh, uh, fucking summertime on Tybee. Uh, people going in there, whatever. So this fucking lady, she goes. Y'all got military discount at a liquor store, and he goes, hmm. he goes, uh, uh, no, ma'am, no, I'm sorry, we don't. I wish, you know. She goes, yeah, well, y'all should. And I was like, so I was looking, and I was like, this bitch ain't never been in basic I was about training. To say, she doesn't sound like she ain't she's been never jumped training. out of a plane. <laughs> she's <laughs> done nothing. She's so I was like, so she could have been a cook, maybe. I don't so know. I learned this on Reddit, but they're called dependas. Okay. It's like military wives or something like that. So they'll have shirts that say, like, you will address me by my husband's rank. Oh, lovely. So I'm getting the feeling that this fucking that there's some fucking sad fucking military guy out there that has to deal with this fucking bitch all the time. And she's trying to get a military discount. Just because her husband's in the military. Yeah, which like he keeps asking for extra tours to stay away from her or whatever. Please don't make me go home to her. But like, you know what? I, when when I see dudes come up to my bar and like I know that they're in the military and they're like young men and like it's like and they're not fucking douchebags they're like typically they ask they're like do you, do y'all do like a military discount or whatever and we don't but if the dude's like if I'm like if he seems like a legit fucking dude I'll be like how about this I'll buy you a beer thank you for your service there you go like yeah. we don't do like you know all ten percent or something ten percent like right yeah but I'll be like here I'll I'll buy you a shot or something like that but for some fucking fat Big ankled fucking twat yeah. lady to go in there expecting it and being like, well, y'all should. And I was like, are do do military wives have military IDs? They do, so they can get on base. I had a customer ask me that this week, and uh, he hasn't been in the military in a long time because he had his Vietnam vet hat on. Classic. And I walked up to to go, sir, will you take your hat off, please? And uh, I didn't have to ask him because he removed it when I walked to the table. Thank you, sir. Nice. And he was uh, a lot of older people will be like, I don't need any water. And I'm like, but I'm pretty sure your doctor's been telling you for a while to drink more water. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'll bring them water. And be like, oh, I don't need that. I'm like, oh, just in case. And they'll always drink at least at a little least bit. A and I feel yeah. better about it. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you've had a few sips of water. But he's like, do y'all do a uh, military discount? I'm like, no, sir. He's like, oh, I'm like, well, we're a French restaurant and we're not really good at military stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he got a kick out of that. So uh, oh, the good. See, yeah. No, see, because you would think he'd be like, ha. Huh. No, he was he was pretty. He's per, a you know, sport about you it. You see the guys that had the Vietnam vet hat on with like their you know their. It's got their, their rank, and then and it's got like some some flat some like yeah. leaves on it or and whatever. It's super flat brim. Oh yeah, yeah. With a little rope around it. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, he puts it in the back seat of his car and yeah. the back window, so when he's driving, so you know. Oh, of course. See that, and then on the Polaris, the on the opposite side of that. When you were talking about giving them the water, what it made me think of is there's people that come in there like, I need water right now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to give you water. And that water will fucking sit there undrank for the rest of their Just fucking time. Sweating man. everywhere. There's no ice it's left so in it. It's so weird. The people that want the water the worst, you know what I mean? That are just like, Can I, I, seriously, before you do anything, I need water. And they take one sip and that's it. Never touch it for the rest of their fucking time. There. It's like their friend was like, when you get here, you got to get a water. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, hey, I got to get a water. I can't drink or Sheila's not going to fuck me later. And then she's like, sip. Is that good? Like, is that good enough? The, the Mark Zuckerberg? The, yeah. This is what humans do? This is how humans drink water. That was quite an interesting little caveat there. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, not that we don't like Mark Zuckerberg. Hey, Mark, you're great, man. Yeah, don't kick Facebook. us off. Um, so uh, last Tuesday, man, this is... I thought the summer was over because we talked about it on the podcast uh, two weeks ago when I went in on a Saturday ready for fucking bedlam. Yeah, again. last Saturday you were pretty slow. Yeah. And I walked in and I was like, um, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking weird. Like, it's a chill Saturday night. You know, later on it got kind of busy, whatever. But um, so anyways, the following Tuesday, which was last Tuesday, we recorded on Monday nights. I walked into fucking work and it was like, it was like a fucking, and I was working inside bar this time. It was like a fucking Saturday night. At five o'clock on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, the day after school started. Yeah, that's what I was just right? thinking. School just started. 
So the crowd, so the crowd was like, it was a lot of people, it was a lot of people I didn't recognize, whatever, but there's this couple sitting there, uh, probably like late twenties, maybe. Mm -hmm. And, um, like good looking people seem to be pretty well put together and, uh, they're having a good time. And when we were doing the changeover, they're like, are you the new guy? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting in there. Like, what's up, man? I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. Like, super affable. It was amazing. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. are, I was like, all right, that's that's a good first couple to you, walk in. I have into. that in my notes. Like, how good, how the first customer can really make your night go way better. Like, I, I've had like on Thursday, my, my first three tables. I was like, God, you know, what? I'm gonna have a good night now. Like, I love that. Everyone's yeah. been amazing. That will change, obviously. It, but. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that it kind of does set like your your sort of attitude towards the night or whatever, right? So that's absolutely true. So then they're cool for a second. Some of it clears out, you know, because what, so, like some people, even if they weren't planning on leaving at like five, whenever the shift changed, whenever they start, you know, whenever the daytime's like, hey, I'm going to close, you know, I'm leaving, I'm going to close out. Like, you know, 40% of the people are like, oh, you know what? We might as well go now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we already closed out, whatever. And closing out is going to be a part of my Darren later. But um, so about 10 minutes, 15 minutes go by. And uh, the guy was like, "Hey, man, uh, can we get?" A, can we, and this is the first thing they've ordered from us. I don't. I, I had no idea how long they had been there. Later, I found out they had been there for like four hours at that point. Oh, but they damn. were still put together right then. Okay, good for them. Good for them. So they asked for a shot. I was like, "Yeah, what you want?" And they took like tequila or something. And I took a shot with them because I was like, "All right, you know, yeah, it's fucking, hey, I'm I love you guys. Hey, I don't know hey, you. We're What's cool. up?" So they take the shot. Each of their voices go up about ten decibels after that. So okay. now that, was right, it I my did, sister? I didn't. <laughs> she she starts at eleven. <laughs> All thunder and lightning. <laughs> so um, so then my uh, you know Hunter, my buddy Hunter. He's you know which which Hunter? Uh oh, uh, Huckapoo's Hunter. Huckapoo's Hunter, okay. the strapping young lad the, with the pretty eyes and the long hair. Yeah, you know, okay. the tall drink of water. Well, they take a real good shine to him. They're like. They're like, what's, what's the blonde guy's name? And I was like, his name is Hunter. Why don't you holler at him? Whatever, right? He can't walk anywhere in the vicinity without them going, Hunter, <laughs> let's do a shot. They never knew my name. They never asked it. Or actually, they asked it, and I pretended like I didn't hear him or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So the only, they're like a fucking parrot. The only word they know is Hunter. <laughs> but they get hammered. So they're like, just like, hey. It's a safety uh, word. Hunter. <laughs> hey, Hunter. So Hunter, like, you know, he's an affable dude as well. So he's like chilling. So they're like, Hunter. Easy going, yeah. They're like, Hunter, let's do a shot. And he's like, all right, yeah. So over the next like 30 minutes, they take like three more shots. Uh oh So the guy is sort of like, you can tell he's winding down. The girlfriend is just complete thousand yard stare. So. Um, at Hunter? <laughs> well, no, no. Well, yeah. She's, <laughs> well, she might have been staring at the fucking nebulous uh center of the cosmos for all i fucking oh, know i okay. don't i don't fucking know so um so i closed them out right so then a couple minutes go by and her head is drifting slower and slower uh -oh, yeah, down yeah. to the bar the dude goes hey man i need to close out i was like i hey man i just closed you out yeah yeah so i walk away i come back and he's he's staring bullets at me he's like i have to close out man i was like brother I closed you. So they must have paid cash. This, this, no, he paid with a credit card. This oh, is how. Nice. And now, now let me tell you how long in the in the past that he had paid out, and the four times he asked me to close him out again. Let me let me explain how much time passed between there. So we our credit card slips. We stack them on top of each other, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What's your fucking name?" You know, he's got his card in his hand. By the way, I'm like, "You already whatever." I was like, "What's your name?" He was like, "Fucking Herbert L. Hudson or some shit, whatever." So I go into the fucking, I go into the, the credit card slips. It, it, he's 20 back. We've closed so it's out. It's been a long time. We've closed Herbert out 20. Herbert yeah. for a while. <laughs> and I pick it up and I show it to him with his signature. And no tip, by the way. It was like oh, a fucking. Oh, no. I was like, is this you? He goes, yeah. I need to close out. <laughs> At that point, you know what? Here, three I, bucks. I was like, are you. F and then as soon as that's going down and I'm like. There's nothing witty I can say because he's too drunk to understand anything. The lady next to them goes, oh, my God. His girlfriend has just thrown up on her foot. Oh, on, on the woman's foot? The woman next to them's foot. So the guy uh, who's trying to close out 100 times. And it's his, like 730? It is 630. Oh, nice. On a what Tuesday. A, that's a good puke on someone's foot day of the week. Tuesday the at lady was super cool about it or whatever. Man, I am not. So I was like, God damn. 
damn it. I was like, please get her out of here. You know, whatever. So he's trying to walk her out. And I was like, Hunter, you are cleaning <laughs> up that vomit. He goes, oh, man, I can't fucking do that. So then Rachel, uh, the girl that I work with, she goes, hey, Hunter, remember your birthday? And you actually vomited on me and I had to clean it up oh, both times. Oh, get it. It's your turn now. He was like, God damn it, man. <laughs> I can't <laughs> Your Hunter impression is almost as good as your Temple Grandin impression. He, he walks over and goes, man. <laughs> he goes, how, how am I supposed to do this? I was like, get a picture of what, like, inside of our bar, if you don't know Huckapoo's, it's like wooden slats. Wasn't that side filled in, though? Was no, it, it's not filled in. Other side of the bar. They were, they were on side of the bar? No, no, they were on the uh, oh, okay. the Because the other side, side didn't Eric cover that side in? Yeah, oh, yeah, there? some of it, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> to keep that whatever that wafting up through the through the through the cracks were. So hunters over there, I was like, this is fucking justice. They're like, you did those shots with them, and you fucking yeah, they loved you. Come on, they're your best friends, <laughs> Herbert, and you go way back now. So then the lady was like, can we just get our food to go? I was like, yeah, I'm so fucking sorry, man. And uh, I was like, Tuesday, this is how it starts. So like, just like you were saying, like the it's you just went the press. From yeah. to, uh. I mean, it worked out. Like it was a fun night overall after that. But good. Because hey, my Thursday where it was like. It was it was the the Vietnam couple, and then two other tables. They those were, all, were your first. First table, and they were all nice and great. And I was like, oh, everybody was so sweet. I had like a five top. It was gonna turn into a seven top or no a nine top. Yep. So I got to get the five top out in time. They're cool. All right, this is going great. I'm gonna enjoy this night. And then the next round is uh, they're a German family, um, and they were like half German, half like it was like. It was like two brothers, I guess. German descent or visiting from Germany? Uh, half visiting, half German descent. Like, gotcha. It's like it was two brothers. One moved over here. One didn't. And so the one moved gotcha. over here has got a son that sits at the head of the table. He is 15, 16. Unfortunately, they sit down. And I'm like, oh, we're, uh, we're, we're out of stakes. And the kid's like, excuse me? And I'm like, I'm not used to the child approaching me with questions. And I'm like, yeah, we're out of stakes. He goes, well, steak tartare. I'm like, we got that. And so I'm like, and I start doing the specials. And he starts interrupting. I'm like, hey. Let me, let me finish. I'm going to get somewhere, and then we can ask questions. So I do all the specials. He goes, so y'all have lamb? I'm like, nope, didn't mention any lamb. He's like, what about, what about this? And I'm like, so I have everything on the menu except for steaks, and the grouper that I mentioned is a special. That's all I've got. Yeah, He's yeah. like, so no lamb. And I like look at his, who I think is his dad, and I'm like, point at him. I'm like, what the hell is this kid doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like kind of shrugs. I'm like, no, nah, man, nothing else. No more questions from you. And like <laughs> – like the, yes. the two girls next to him that weren't related to him were sort of giggling. So I get everybody's order, put it in. I bring bread out. I put the bread down, and this little shit reaches for the bread immediately. And I smack his hand. I go, no. Ladies, go first, and you'll go a lot longer in life. And his mom goes, we've been trying to tell him that. We try to tell him that, and then her husband's like, "Yes, we've been trying to tell him that." Like she's country as shit, and he is. I was not. about to say she a country ass. She's, she's country. She's married to the one that lived here, <laughs> so that's why the kid's a shit because he's a little American shit. Yeah, yeah. So he's got his mama's shit in him. And you would think the Germans would be disciplinarians. Or I think something. I think mama wore mama mama wore the trousers. <laughs> mama wore the trousers, but mama like, wore the proverbial trousers. When I popped that hand, though, everybody was like, "Ooh, nice!" I got him, and like. I brought, you know, I bring the big pepper grinder over to him, and the kid's like, damn, that thing's huge. I was like, one day you'll say the same. <laughs> like, they're just, yeah, they're eating this up now. Good, they're good, good. They're eating it up now. And then. Because you know the pepper grinder can be intimidating. Some is, people don't it like it. It. <laughs> it, was, it was his height almost. And so food comes out. We have a dish called, oh, we have a bouillon base, French dish. It, comes mm, with, yeah. it used to come with a thing called a rui, which is kind of like a tartar sauce, fucked a mayonnaise. Um, it's, got, it's a little spicy. We served it for six months with this dish. And 99% of the time, no one ate it. So we just quit giving it out. But it still says Rui on the menu. Uh-huh. And until my Karen came in at another time, this was going to be my Karen slash Darren of the week. But uh, <laughs> way overshadowed. Um, <laughs> this woman goes, oh, you forgot the Rui. And I'm like, she's, this is the, the Russian couple that's from Russia. And I'm like, oh, German? We, it's not. It's a German couple, sorry, that's from you know, Germany. And I said, uh, it was almost Russia. <laughs> um, and I said, no, ma'am, uh, we don't serve that anymore because nobody liked it. And her husband's like, well, did you have to take it off the menu? I'm like, well, we're not going to reprint menus just for one. So you just don't carry it at all? I thought, so we don't have it, period. Oh, anymore. okay. Because so, nobody, yeah. no one ever, you know. Yeah, in, that is true. It, so you, why you, keep it? You should take it off the so, menu. So, well, here's the thing. Yeah. We have nice, fancy menus. They got a lot of, like, you know, graphics around the side. Sure. They're $8 a piece. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of money to reprint menus to preprint 60 menus for one thing. For one thing. Now, there's yeah, one yeah, other right. thing on the menu that's, that's, that's incorrect. And you don't want to take a Sharpie to but, something that looks nice like no. that. <laughs> so I vocalize the other thing, like the foie gras change. I vocalize it every to every table. Yeah, yeah. But like the Rui, I just kind of forget about it. And I'm like, well, we're not going to reprint menus 
just for this one item. And the guy's like, what you have to, though? That is what the way it goes. I'm like, it's not the way it goes. He goes, why not? I'm like, there was just a pandemic. We're broke. He's like, oh. And as soon as I said money, he was like, okay. And he got quiet. I was like, oh. Wow. Right, That's thanks. a strange dynamic to have. Like, um, think about, like, you know, the German sensibility from yes. like, being from Germany. Being very frugal. Very direct. Sure, yeah. But very, like, um, not disciplinarian, but, like, um, like stoic and... Uh, and yeah. Focused and uh, hardworking clean. or clean. Yeah, you know, like that whole aesthetic because, like, the reason they were so good at their, and still are so good at most any engineering type thing yeah. that they do is because of work ethic and because their parents trained them to, number one, bestow it. It's almost like, like they're, they're the same as the Japanese in that way, I think. Well, I thought they would be I, – I would. I know there's a sense of frugality in Germans because of Sophia and other – my buddy Max I lived with. Yeah. Like, they were very frugal because after World War II, they were broke as Shit. Fuck it. They well, had yeah, no, and after sure. World War One, which is what you know led to the and life. they were out of materials like like right. building materials like so metal. Like, they and wouldn't reprint like menus then, so why do I got to do it now? Right. So he gets so yeah. I'm, I'm a glad that worked like, on him. Can't you owe us that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bring that up. I couldn't bring that up, but I feel like it would have been fair to be like, hey man, you know why we can't? <laughs> huh? So that's a funny dynamic, like. Is he strict German father, and then like you know, the country southern mother, mother, which can be just as strict of a disciplinarian and as she, any fucking like I said, She wore the trousers. But if the kid was acting like a jerk, but you know, and then you were you right about who the dad was whenever he first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, not at first, but I was eventually. Okay, right, right, but, right. So the two girls that were there were friends. So it was like I, I couldn't gather the family. I didn't. Ask. You were trying, yeah, but you were so trying. Two girls, you were trying to figure two it out. Two girls and him were not related. Okay, I got gotcha. you. The, the young, smart-ass boy. So he was trying to impress one right. of the girls. Were they about the same age as him? Yeah, they were all about the same age. Gotcha. It was funny because, like, he was trying to impress girl you know, He's A. He was trying to impress girl B, and girl C was trying to impress him. So he wasn't going to get none of this, and she wasn't going to get and none of that. And he wasn't noticing and, and girl C. No. She was over there like, I'm going gra- to graduate after next year. And she was trying. I just heard her throughout the meal trying to impress him. I might go get my master's And, and him this. trying to impress. Oh, she meant high school, buddy. <laughs> Oh, damn. So she was, and he was trying to impress the other girl who didn't want nothing to do with him. And I was like, this "That's is a great, cute little dynamic That's great. here. That's great." And once like the dinner came out, the kid was cool. I made him get like he want. He got the this grouper special comes with mixed vegetables. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I don't want that. I don't want French fries." I'm like, oh, "You should get the vegetables and the fries." And the side, he's like, "Vegetables are for losers." I was like, "I eat a lot of vegetables. Look at me." And like he kind of just went. <laughs> Wow. He was a scrawny little kid. He was probably 16, but maybe 15, but, 16, but, but, he but was. You, you had to have been killing with the rest of the crowd for, oh, you, yeah. for the, you to continually do that. The girl that, that wanted nothing to do with him yeah, was yeah. loving everything. <laughs> her, and, her and his mother were my audience because they were both like. My yeah, favorite thing yeah. about a group where one, one person doesn't take a shine to you or doesn't like what you do, but the rest of them do. Yep. I'm like, I'm about to roast this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as much they, as they, once I started screwing with them, they were like, what? Well, if you get two laughs out of them for roasting someone in their group. do whatever you want to. Anything you say. It's just like. Um, like I'm sure, like a stand-up comedian, if their first five minutes goes well, the, the next, you know, yeah. they can kind of fucking do whatever they you want. You can float a shit joke here and there. Yeah, right, exactly. Because when, when I listen to fucking like certain comedians, like if if it's immediately like, <laughs> like he can say any, you know, like any good story will suck you in. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. the story of Temple Grandin sucked me so, in. So so we all right. So you're so let's talk about it first segment because I love I love the movie. So you actually watched it last so night. So I I did. I was uh I was <laughs> I curious it. about it. We looked at, uh, looked into it during the break last week. I was like, is, okay, I'm kinda interested in this. <laughs> and so uh, my grandfather was an agronomist in soil sciences, did a lot with cows and agriculture. So I was like, you know, I could get some interest in this. Sure. I look at the cast, Kathy Bates, Claire Danes. I can't remember the guy who it's played It's an HBO her. movie production. Yeah. It's good. It, it is tw- 11 years old. And then I look at the awards. that old, yeah. Dude, gold, like five Golden Globe nominations, three winners. Really? Danes won Best TV Movie Actress. Like, they won a ton of awards. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah so I, I just like, like the movie. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get into it. So <laughs> I, I want to know how you stumbled across this. It was just, it, it, you know, like when you're watching HBO or whatever, I but... It popped up on, I saw it on like network TV one time. It was like, uh, you know, like it came on like late night on like TNT or some random shit like that. And I caught like a piece of it. And I was like, Claire Danes is doing, I was like, I was like, this is a hard role. It's like you Gilbert Grape. You can't do that. Yeah. It's like a Gilbert Grape type thing. I was like. Yeah. 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 You don't ever go full. Well, you can't go full. Our word. Retard. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know the full TikTok. So I was like, but- "This is interesting," you know, and um, and, and I caught it right at the part where she was like visualizing the the cow circle thing, the cow circle thing. So I was like, "Oh, that." So I fucking, I think I literally think I went to fucking like 
a blockbuster and rented it or something. Or like a, a, a fucking movie gallery or something and rented it. You know what I mean? It was 2010. Uh, wherever the fuck. It was like a long time ago, yeah. wasn't it? But it, it was, was a good movie. I only cried four fucking times. <laughs> yes. Four times. You went in thinking like just because, just based yes. off my impression. Your impression made me think it was going to be like semi-comedy <laughs> and it is not a comedy. I was not prepared for this at all emotionally. I was like, oh my God, I think my grandfather who just passed away a few weeks ago, I'm losing it. I'm like, oh God. Uh, uh. Like there was like moments where, like tears legit running down my face and I'm like, am I crying this hard at this movie about this lady who's like, ha, I'm Temple Grandin because she yells at you and then like you underplayed how much she uses the hug box. Like she gets, she builds this hug box for herself. She used the one at the farm. She goes to college. She can't get cozy. She fucking saws this shit up, puts it in a room and builds it and then like, her new roommate comes in and sees it. They think it's a sex, <laughs> sex machine, <laughs> so they take it from her, and she's freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, "Why are you doing this to her?" <laughs> Every moment, and she's and she's super, she's super autistic. A lot of autistic people don't want to be touched, right? They don't want that. So her mother, it's who like does everything, yeah, it's like it's a hug from a machine. Yeah, when you let people touch you, it's like a real hug. You feel, she does an experiment. She does, a, she does a legit experiment with a control group where she has people come in her room and she puts them in the machine to prove to the staff of the goddamn college oh, to let her have that it. she can yeah. have it. I was yeah. like, and as someone who's got some science degrees, I was like, there you go, girl, with the control group, everything. It was great. She was constantly disproving the haters. It was awesome. I don't know. And then the, uh, at the I'm end of the movie, her like you. teacher idol, science teacher guy that really uh -huh. believed in her and kept her in boarding yep. schools, who she would go to in issues. His funeral, and when things died, she was like, wherever they go. And she was over it immediately. But with him, her mom's like, this is what we do. So she like takes off one of her like cow pins, puts it on him, and when she leaves the funeral, she lets her mom give her a hug. And I'm like, oh, here I go again. Oh. And that was like, that was full on like, I'm like, come here, dog. I'm hugging Dooley. I'm like, this is so sad. I'm so glad you went through that emotional It was great, journey. but I had, I went from, I thought You weren't ready though. I went from playing video games. <laughs> I was playing a Star Wars video game for like two hours. I'm stoned as shit. It's Sunday afternoon. Were I've you, been eating Were fun. you hungover from Saturday too? Yeah, I was a little hungover from Saturday too. <laughs> Stayed up a little later than I wanted to drinking, so I'm a little hungover, which makes me more emotional and makes most people more emotional. And I was like, oh, I'll eat. I ate an edible. I was like, I'll turn on Temple Grandin in like 45 minutes. I, you know, nice little... Nice little uh, indica edible, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I, mean, I was, oh, it was rough. I like sweat crying. It was bad. Because you I don't mind crying, man. I'll cry if I have to. I cried during movies more than I ever have, but you know. Uh, I cried during Gladiator one time because I was hungover and it was late at night. At, at the, the India, India Guardians too, when they mm. play Father and Son, I only have oh, one yeah. parent left. Every time they play that song, I'm like, <laughs> no matter how many times. No, I've seen the movie 15 times, and every time they do like the little fireworks thing, I'm like, oh. <laughs> So. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. I'm, as soon as and my mom got sick, I started getting more and more tearful at stuff. And oh, now, right, yeah. as soon as my mom died, now it's like I'm, fucking, I, it, yeah. it doesn't take much. Waterworks. I'll cry happiness tears sometimes. I, I cried during Avengers Endgame four times. The oh, thing wow. is, only one thing is sad in that movie when yeah. Tony Stark dies. Spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> you haven't seen it. You suck. Mm -hmm. But like, th there's exciting moments when the movie happened. I'm like, oh. so <laughs> just tears of excitement. I'm like, what is happening to me? Um, I cried at the end of Great British Baking Show one time. Okay, that's less lame then. Not what really. Did somebody drop their cupcakes? Not really, because when you're invested in all these characters. That's true. Because, and then they get down to the final three, and the last three are still all rooting for each other. Yeah, you did say that. It's pretty nice. And so, like, so when, when the guy was like, I'll just, I'm so happy for her. She really deserved this one. And, the, and I was just like, these people are so nice to each other. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's sort of idyllic. Because in an American show, they'd be like, fuck her. Yeah, think of, think of every, like, American, like, show where someone gets voted off each week or whatever. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Like, like, Tracy's such a fucking bitch. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah road rules. It's like, yeah, right, exactly. So um, I got this buddy. <laughs> this is... We won't mention his name, but he lives down here. And uh, it's, this, is, this is the best because last night... He's asked me this twice. He's like, "Hey man, when you gonna fix? Uh, when you gonna f uh, when you gonna feature me on the podcast? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like feature me on the podcast? Is this me? <laughs> Close. Yo, yo, you'll know who it is. Uh, I'm almost positive who it is. Yeah, now, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you'll know who it is at the break. So I was like, "Yeah, man, uh, episode 50 or something, you know." And he goes, "What is it like? Uh, episode about 49 right now?" I'm like, "No, it's a, no, no, <laughs> yeah, we're not." Close. I mean, three hours to be at my house. So um. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this is uh, like Saturday or whatever, and uh, I'm at the outside bar, and I think one of the worst things that could ever happen to someone, I think, 
is when someone tells you to kick rocks and get the fuck out or leave or whatever and a number of people oh yeah yeah give a round of applause oh i've seen it happen because this dude wouldn't shut the fuck up with this other dude so i'm working back there and finally i was like y'all fucking stop talking to each this other this is the guy that has to be on the podcast yeah i know who it is now yeah i told them stop talking to look whatever y'all's fucking thing is he's like i've been here since 10 45 this morning i was like that's the fucking problem but I was like, should have left with Herbert. I was like, y'all should <laughs> <laughs> Herbert L. Frobe, whatever the fuck his name was. So um, I was like, I was like, y'all just stop fucking talking to each other. Were they familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, person A would kind of be like, all right, man, I'll go back inside. Person B would go, yeah, motherfucker, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, and I was that. like, stop. I was like, look, I'm, I'm on his, I'm on your side right now. Because you're just sitting here trying to show, and he keeps coming out and fucking with you. But if you fucking call after him again, then I'm on his side. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. then I'm just I'm I'm fuck both of y'all, right? So finally, like it comes to a point. I'm like, you got you know, uh, Stephanie that works inside came out. She goes, listen here, motherfucker. Like she put on like the Ooh, Stephanie shit. Stephanie mom voice. Oh, Stephanie mom voice. I'm scared for motherfuckers right now. out. There's like three people that I didn't even I'd never seen before. They're like, ooh, they got Stephanie mad. Something's fucked up. I was like, who the fuck are you? Do you even know Stephanie? <laughs> I was like, so her wrath must fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she's so sweet that when she gets, but when, she gets when, mad it's time at you, to, when it's time to fucking snap, it's time to snap, dude. She's only got mad at me one time. It was just like a one sentence, and I was like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, why am I not that, that, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Can I go back to parade rest? So the motherfucker was walking out, and I got like eight people like, oh, that's the worst feeling in the world. Think about that, getting, a, <laughs> getting applauded. And he's out. been thrown out of the bar more than once in his I life. I mean, I don't even know if you've had, he's been like thrown out. He's been told to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could you, maybe you could tell him to be in the podcast and you can go one year without getting asked to <laughs> yeah, leave yeah, yeah, yeah. or cut off. I'll put a caveat on it and be like, all right, if I don't fucking if I don't cut you off in the next six months, then you and can I can get understand everything you say yeah, all yeah, night yeah. for twenty appearances in a row. I'm really glad that Temple Grandin touched you. Um, it did. I, I didn't God, necessarily it did. expect that. Uh, I just forget how how heart wrenching some of that shit is, dude. I mean, just and I love all the engineering because she doesn't know how, it. but she she could. There's no way that she could explain. She anything literally to does anyone. yell at you the entire time. Yeah. now. she's like, you can't do that. <laughs> Well, when they die, they just go on the ground. It's just like a cow. It doesn't mean anything, does and she's it? Like, she's more concerned with the animals. and She, she doesn't give a shit yeah. about people, but she's like... But even when the, the animals... She, she knows that the animals are meant to die. When the horse died, she was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. They were like, don't go over there. She's like, it's fine. Wait, he's just, where does it go? Right. She was, she was just confused about what happens next. Yeah. But she's so matter of fact. Right, exactly. I well, can appreciate the mathematical nature of that yeah. kind of that And kind maybe, of that's like, maybe that's like maybe that's a blessing in a way that you don't have to think about like the fucking. Oh, then at the end when she's talking at the autism convention in like 1981 and she starts discussing being autistic and they're like, Where, how old's your child? She goes, I don't have a child. I'm autistic. <laughs> and they're like, they bring her the microphone. They're like, will you talk to us? And then she like goes through another door and becomes the spokesman for autism too. I'm like, yeah. this woman is a freaking amazing I think, human. I and think, she's still alive. Yeah, I think the actual Temple Grandin was in the crowd. Like, she made a cameo in the crowd during that part or something like that. I didn't hear her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you made me cry too many times, Temple. Well, now that we're, out of, we're out of our first cocktail, so we'll continue the Temple podcast. I'm going to cry Temple Grandin podcast after this. We'll see you on a minute. <laughs> Behind the bovine cat. <laughs> Welcome back to From Behind the, v- the Bovine Cast. Behind the Bovine Cast. Didn't cry in the break. <laughs> First time ever. Yeah. Well done this yeah. week, Clint. Hey, we'll see if the quarter has wings later. I might be crying then. <laughs> so we were recording on a Monday, August 9th, and um, I just want to do some little self-promotion here. I have, a, I have a show coming up at the Tybee Post Theater on Thursday, August 19th, and I will be hosting uh, sort of like a... A fake late night show, only it's at 8 p.m., so it's not actually late night. But essentially what it is, I come on and do a monologue, just like any late night host would do. And then I introduce a band. Once the band's done, I interview them afterwards. Okay, nice. Then I do another couple minutes between, then I introduce the second band, and then that closes out the show. This is when now? Uh, August 19th. It is a Thursday and it's at the Tybee Post Theater. You can go to the Tybee Post Theater website to buy the tickets. They're $15 per person. And we've already sold a bunch and this is my first day advertising it because I've been waiting for promotional materials. They didn't put my, my picture on the poster Uh-oh. or barely mentioned my name. So I was like, hey guys, uh, not, to, uh, not for nothing, but 
I am hosting this fucking yeah. thing. Let me I'd like <laughs> to be a part of this somehow, you know? <laughs> well, I just didn't have any materials to promote with on like social media and shit like that. You know what I mean? You need something. Especially if they're not, if they're not sold out, you so want I put, something. Yeah, so I put up the fucking poster that they already had today with like barely any mention of me on it. But that's okay. I'm not vain. I'm not. I, no, not at all. No, not does, this, I mean, I don't know if up. it seems that way or not. But yes, uh, and uh, also a um, larger font for your name. So uh, with the with the saga of the Venmo and the uh, and now I guess the fucking um, so that all right. So shout out to my boy Donnie. He sent me a picture. It was like uh, it's we're getting married. Buy me a drink at Venmo. Da 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 da. But I I fucking uh, he sent me the picture through Instagram because I was gonna put him on blast. But now uh, the photo disappeared in the messenger, so I can't. And then I should have wrote down the fucking name. And I saw one a friend of mine posted on Snapchat that had it was a it was like a business card at a bar like set up like at the end of the booth that like it looked like it was at a uh, Pinkies or something, and it was like buy the bride a drink with a QR code. Now I meant to ask you this earlier when you told me that were they there while they were doing it? No, he was sitting at a booth. No, I mean like. All right, so was but, the bride in the room? Yeah, that's what I I'm saying. I don't know. I didn't ask. See, because all right, because he thought it was cool, and I made fun of him for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. Because when when, uh, when you showed me the picture of it, his like caption was "dope idea, bro" or something. Yeah, like that. I, I was like lame. Yeah, I was like, now if I were like, let's say I was uh, I was a I was a bride, you know, or a bridesmaid, whatever. I could be either. You, you could know. be either. Hey, it's 2021. Hey. Um, and I was out on like a party or whatever, and if you brought out like a thing while you were at the party. Yeah, yeah. So that people would be like, "Oh, you're getting married," and they could instead of having to be like, "Well, let me let me go grab you a drink or whatever." Yeah, they could just QR you a drink for later. That would be fine, but like leaving it there for posterity. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, when are be, they getting married? I, I, I hope someone <laughs> sent it to her in two years when she's divorced. <laughs> just like, oh, Jimmy cheated. So on glad me. you guys are so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How was the dry hand job? Here's to lifelong, Here's to lifelong, lifelong love, forever and ever, lifelong unconditional love. Cheers. Cheers to that. I hope your relationship is the bee's knees. <laughs> oh, I tell so, you what, this is this this honey is good. So uh, um, yeah, I think it tastes worth every 120 of those fucking dollars <laughs> yeah. that we didn't pay for it. Anyways, um, so just like the um, just like the uh, military lady, I'm at the store going to work the other day, and there's this guy. He kind of looks like every redneck dad you've ever seen. Um, okay. I took a photo of him. I'll put it Cargo up. Shorts. Cargo shorts? Cargo shorts, 100%. Right, New Balance right. shoes, maybe Skechers. Maybe Skechers, yeah, yeah. Balding white dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, attitude, probably. Uh, yeah, definite bad attitude. So at the store that I was at, um, uh, it's a convenience store, but they also um, they have a little side hustle sort of thing where they make uh, like sandwich, you know, like sandwiches that you rip open or whatever. Yeah, where they're split and in, in, in triangles. <laughs> they're already triangled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have subs and shit like that too, whatever. But they're all pre-made and in packaging, and they're all very plainly visible and well labeled. Well labeled. So this guy's walking back and forth, and the lady's like, "Sir, just go down there and tell me what you want. I'll go grab it." He goes, "Well, I can't see none of the labels. I don't know what y'all got in there." So it starts. So it starts turning into this thing. She's like, she's like, what can't you see? And he goes, well, what's that? And she was like, it's, it's chicken salad. It, it, yeah, it's next to all the other chicken salads. It turns out there was one that wasn't turned. Like so they they had taken one out and, and didn't turn the other one, which was like uh, tuna on toast or whatever. Which could have been the magical sandwich he knew he that, wanted. That he went, right, but it wasn't. Turns out he went Is and that got the a one goddamn hundred twenty dollar honey on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking piece of shit went and got a fucking bologna and cheese sandwich, <laughs> right? So he's uh, so he's up at the counter, and he's got his buddy with him, and they've got two like thirty-two ounce tall boy like fucking Bud Ices or something. They got two seltzers, an array of snacks and food, and like blunt wraps and fucking whatever. Old white dudes. So um, they ring it. They ring it all up, and he's and he's like EBT, and the lady's like. Well, you, she's like, you can't pay for the beer with the EBT. Yeah, you can't buy alcohol or tobacco with EBT. So they got to start splitting all this shit up. So the but the dude's continually trying to stick his EBT card into the into the credit card machine, and she's like, man, she's like, sir, there's a different machine for that. Yeah, and he would not fucking let it go. He was like, why? Why is there another machine? She was like, because there fucking like is. First day using EBT. Because there fucking is another machine. I don't know what to fucking tell you. And you know it wasn't as far. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're that quick on the draw with your fucking EBT. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up having to split all this fucking shit up, whatever. And, uh, and literally, I'm getting cigarettes before I go to work. I was five minutes late for work. Because of, because of this. Because of uh, Jethro. Yeah. So, um, 
so I'm like, I'm like, I'm starting to fucking fume, whatever. So I'm, literally, I'm right behind him in line. I get my cigarettes and I walk out to go to work. This motherfucker's driving off in a Lexus. Good God. It, I was like, I know, look, game the system. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, within reason, you know. Because you were talking about, like, during the pandemic, you know, like, well, I, well, I got some stimulus, so, but, yeah. like, but seriously, like, people would be like, maybe I, maybe I should get on some EBT, yeah. you know, if. Yeah, it, it, it was especially before you knew what was going to go down. Like, you know, people apply for stuff, and they were like, oh, I don't need it, you know, right, all that yeah. kind of thing. But, like, not to be just rocking it just. Just because. And just, you're at the beach, just too, just, like, you're. You're out there partying. Yeah. You know what he I didn't mean? Come, he didn't come out here just to go to yeah. choose to buy his yeah. uh, and see, there's beef some fu- jerky. There's some fucking lady somewhere who fucking accidentally or who fucked up and married the wrong guy because she got pregnant. She's got three kids. It's probably he, that guy. And he whooped her. Yeah, exactly. He fucking whooped her ass, you know, fucking domestic, leaves. She's got to take care of them fucking three kids. And you yeah. can only work so much when you have three fucking kids right. and no one else to help you take care of them. And then that, then it's that motherfucker that probably beat her up driving, driving away. Driving off in the, of the Lexus. Driving like, away ah, in the fucking ah, Lexus, dude. Saving th- it, that's, that's probably his car payment. Because, I mean, a Lexus has got to be at least three or 400 a month. And I, I know you think, get yeah. Pretty good chunk of change on the EBT. It might be hers. It might Do be hers. Think, Damn, he stole her car, too. Yeah. Whooped her ass, took the car. Because the thing was, as redneck and, like, fucking shitty as this dude was, he had the most flamboyantly gay dude with him. I was like, this is a weird, Matt. This is a weird that group. Is a, that is a, a weird group. You know, you don't see a lot of, like, super rednecky guys. Was with the, ultra flamboyant gay dudes. Yeah, was Alexis like covered in mud? No, was see, the thing was, it was like probably a mid 2010s Lexus like SUV. Those aren't those aren't cheap. Those aren't cheap. You can't buy them with an EBT you card. Cannot. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> he was like at the, at the, he was at the dealership. Y'all take EBT. I get a different machine. The machine's outside go, the yeah, store. No, they they go, yeah, the, the vending machine. Yeah, they, they lock you out, and they're like, "All right, you stay out there, Jeb. Enjoy yourself." Well. After the break, you always know what time it is. It's time for the Karen or Darren. Oh, shit. It's the Karen of the week. It's the Karen of the week. Gosh. Oh, shit. Well, this week's Karen is brought to you by Grants. Grant Nelson at eHarmony.com. That's right. You can sponsor the Karen of the week for, you know, not a lot. Just contact us. We'll talk to you about it. Send this us a week. DM. And, Send uh, a DM. We'll There's shout a little you bit out of Venmo. We'll shout you out. So shout out to my boy Grant Nelson. He's uh, on eHarmony. No kids, no fat chicks. Also might be on Farmers Only. Check him out there, too. He, um, he, I think he got on Farmers Only because he watched Temple Grandin. He did. He did. He, he fell in love with the idea. He some of that. Sweet Temple Grandin! <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, good guy. You know, just needs love. He's, a, he's an artist. She's like, I've really been working my kegels here lately. (laughs) (laughs) I got that machine that squeezes me, and I'll squeeze you. (laughs) I've got a hug machine in my uterus. (laughs) You know what? I'm in now. So Grant, I hope you find your temple. <laughs> yeah, I hope everyone thank, finds thank, it. Thank, I hope everyone finds their Grant, temple. Grant, thanks for being you've been a dedicated listener since uh, since you know my week one. So so I think you're um you're he's Karen. in New Orleans by the way. <laughs> Lots of farms. <laughs> so, so my I think my my yours your uh, Karen's gonna be more epic than my Darren, and uh, my Darren it could have been the fucking EBT store guy. But you know that that would have been that would have been cheating because you know I wasn't the one servicing him. Right, you know, it was right. the gay guy with him. Well, somebody was somebody about to say he was getting service in the Lexus. But um, so mine is this guy comes in uh, literally. Oh yeah, it was last night. Last night. All right, that's a good a good Sunday, mm, Darren. Sunday, Darren, and um, so he uh, he comes up. It's super fucking nice, like very affable. You know, whatever. He came up. He was like, uh, uh, let me get. Two shots of this, two beers, whatever. All right, it's 12 bucks. You want to keep it open or close out? He's like, close out. I'm, I'm going to go soon. I was like, cool. Comes back. He's having a good time. He's like, let me get three of those shots and three of those beers. All right, you want to keep it open or run it? He's like, go ahead and run it. All not right. not going to be here long, Tony. Not going to be here. <laughs> run it again. I don't, and see, like, at this point, I don't mind just going ahead and running people's tabs because, like, so many people leave their goddamn credit cards up there. Anyway. Well, and then like, you're done with them. If they, and that they I means you're done. What you think? I mean, sometimes you're fucking done. So, um, so he closes out probably like four times, right? Uh, tip within, well. Within like, yeah, he, he tip well, yeah. Within like an hour, right? So we've got a rapport going. He doesn't seem like wasted or anything like that. So 
he comes back and he was like, hey, can I get this and that? I was like, hey, man, I'll just fucking, I'll just start running you a tab. I don't need your card. I'll just fucking put it in the book. Like, fucking, he ordered food, too. Yeah, so you think he's not going to dip on the food. So, like, we fucking, you know, like, he doesn't get a whole lot more, but we're sitting there fucking chit-chatting, whatever. We get a little bit busy. He's got about a fucking 30-ish dollar tab now, which he's already spent, like, 50 probably over the, all the times he fucking closes out. And, like, I blink for a fucking second. I'm like, where the fuck did this dude go? He just fucking dipped on his last fucking tab. Damn. And I was like, man, the one time, like, because normally I'd be like, if I don't know you. Yeah. But I was just like, this dude obviously, like, he's not, he's not unwilling to pay. You know what I mean? I mean, and technically, you probably could go back through the system and find his card. Uh, yeah, if you really I, I to. guess. Yeah, but it'd fucking, be a pain in the ass. Yeah, it'd be a, yeah, but I eat that shit all the fucking time, whatever. But I was just like, fuck it. Like, as soon as you give it, I was just like, and it wasn't because he was wasted. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he was coming up and getting a lot of drinks, but he was buying them. For other people. Yeah, so if I'd have had the inkling that he was, like, fucked up and was going to be like, oh, I forgot to pay him out. This was, like. This like, he was, was malicious. Like, you turned like, around, like, you went and do a little quick cigarette. This is, like. You come back and, like, this is like his pur- spot's been cleaned off. This is, like, purposeful. Yeah. I was like, man. That, that's a Darren, that, double Darren move right it, there. It's just, like, it's just like the Darren the other week where it's like, oh, uh, uh, oh someone did it. The same Darren-ish thing last night. They're like, hey, can I get this, this, and this? And I was like, uh, it's uh, $14. And they give me a, a giant wad of cash. It's all like ones and shit or whatever. There might it's, like, been, it's like it was in their, in their titty or something? Yeah, so, I mean, it was just like whatever was left in their pockets from fucking buying crack or whatever. So he hands me this giant wad of cash. He's like, just keep it. And it was literally the exact amount exact, of money. The exact amount. And I know that he knew that it, it was either less or more. Yeah, so he's going to he wait to find out? No. No, he's like, here you go. Here Thanks. You go. Keep it all. Yeah. I was like, yeah. but I was glad to be rid of him. Any fucking Sometimes way. you got to get rid of the Karen. And then this other fucking girl, she goes, she comes up to get a drink or two drinks. It was $7. And she hands me some ones. And she goes, um, she goes, uh, count that. Make sure it's, uh, make sure it's seven. And I was like, okay. So I counted. I was like, <laughs> it's seven. She goes, okay, good. Thank you. She wanted to be sure. I want to be sure that she didn't tip me. Not that it wasn't enough. (laughs) If you said it's eight, she'd have been like, all right. Would you give it back? I I wouldn't have. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, no. I'd have been like, oh, shit. You know what? Happy hour just ended at fucking nine. (laughs) That happy hour can work any day of the week at any time. (laughs) One a.m. Like, all right, that's fine. I've done that to so many people. They're like, well, wait a minute. It was $3 last time I got it. I was like, yeah, that was happy hour. (laughs) Yeah. Happy hour comes and goes at my leisure. We've never Not had a happy hour <laughs> the entire time I've worked at Poo's or since its existence. So speaking of Karens you wanted to kick out, whew, I had to cut down the amount of foul language I wrote down for this fucking <laughs> cunt bag Karen. And that's me just calling her a fucking cunt bag is lackluster compared to how this woman behaves. I, th- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I did a little preview on the, on the, on the, on the uh, Instagram story yeah, yeah, yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. just to like, get a little bit of it out. And this is the one that you mentioned to me about taking the, the glass of wine away? Yes, yes. I did yes. take her glass of wine away. And I'm now, glad I'm hearing this Now, wrong. so I waited on this woman another time. I didn't realize it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start at the beginning. Sure. So yeah. they, they, walk, they come in, and I have a six top. I have the section that gets the most large tables. I got a six top. It's going to turn into another six top. They're a six o'clock six top. They show up about on time. Four of them. Three ladies, one guy. And I walk up the table, and there's two purses in the chair in front of me and a big overnight bag for a seven-day stay in the other chair and that's next to eventual karen and i'm like oh the other two on the way and they're like oh no they're not coming and one of her friends goes uh we just make an extra an extra reservation for our our bags and i'm like huh and the and the karen nudges her and is like shh so she had made a reservation for purses she took a chair and said we needed six and they needed four so that the girls could put their purses <laughs> in the chairs I'm not happy about this, but I'm like, whatever. Instead of putting them on the floor? On the floor or not bringing, I mean, the, the, the Karen's bag was, I mean, it was a, it a, was pony, like her it was a pony keg. It was a pony keg. It was an, enormous. So I'm like, whatever. So I proceed to wait on them. Karen's a little off some, but everyone's pretty much okay. Now, they, they're getting, they've already had a round of the bar. Karen has four glasses with me at the table. Everybody does. The other two girls split two bottles of wine. They're getting a little lit. That's fine. Were they, they eating? Me, they, yeah, they ate, they ate you okay. know, two courses. They asked me to tell them a ghost story. I do not like telling ghost stories. I'm not very uh, 
I'm not a strong believer in ghosts. I'm a science guy. Yeah, and, and things I don't can be explained. Give a fuck about telling you a stupid yeah, but our buildings answer. from 1875-ish. So there's a there was a seance done there when they first bought the place. Had, had they heard about like there being? Yeah, because like, spe- there was uh, a seance done there like 14 years ago to rid the place of spirits. Whatever. So they knew about that. That's Kinda, why. Yeah. That's so, why they were asking. So I sit down and I tell them the story. And I have this. This is the same stock story I tell everybody. You didn't sit in one of their handbag chairs. Did I you? asked them to move their bags and sit down <laughs> in that chair. I didn't ask Karen to move her bag because it, it probably weighed too much. So I tell them a five minute ghost story. Now five minutes. On a busy Wednesday night or Thursday night yeah. is a lot of time. It's a lot of time. I knew I had my other tables kind of stabilized so I could tell this story. And I tell the story. Then I tell them about how I used to, like, scare one of the owners sometimes at night. Because on Fridays, I used to work downstairs. We'd close a little early because it was rug nights. We'd flip the rugs and the tables. So they'd turn all the lights off. And so the owner would always come down. They'd always come in on Fridays. And the bigger guy, Donald, would always come downstairs to go check out the kitchen. So I would hide in, like, the wine cellar. And Donald <laughs> would come through and shake the gate and go, Donald, and scare the fucking shit out of Donald. And I did it nine times out of like 15 weeks. I got him every time. Now, Donald's a big guy. You got to wait for Donald to get down the stairs before you scare him. You don't want to be carrying him back up the stairs. When you go down. He's not fat. He's a like, he looks like Steven Seagal, but taller. He's a big dude. Less karate. Maybe the same karate. I don't know what Steven Seagal's doing. Probably the same karate. It does, he hey, Steven Seagal's like karate from a chair now. So, <laughs> so I tell him this story. And the two women and the guy are dying laughing. And Karen's not laughing that much. And I'm looking at Karen in the eye. It's not laughing. And I realize Karen's got this little lazy eye thing going on. I'm like, where do I know this lazy eye from? And I'm kind of, so I, I kind of pause. And I'm like, all right. So I go back. So I get done telling the story, whatever. I go back to the hostess stand. And you can look up on our reservation book when someone's come in before. We've had a new computer system for two years. So it has logged every reservation since the- that person has made over the last two years. She's had three. One was a cancellation. One I waited on July 6th. Reservation six top, party five. One for the handbag. One for the handbag. And it was what? her and four men. Because I went back in the computer and looked up the damn date and the damn check <laughs> to see <laughs> what everybody ate and drank. And it was five, four women, four men and one woman. And she had asked, she asked for the check tonight. And she'd asked for the check that time. And that, I recognized that lazy ass eye from that shitty ass tip she gave me. Right. The first time. And I'm like... That's right, because my tip the first time was 12%. And I'm like, I don't give 12% service. And The, so, and the handbag would have tipped me more than fucking exactly, 12%. Exactly, I could have taken that handbag out. <laughs> so, but I, so, and usually if there's six, if you make reservation for six, you show up with five, I'm going to throw the grad on there if I'm questionable because you made it for six, you got the chair. So I don't grat them because they all laughed at my story, but Karen. Right. When I bring the check, she snatches that She's check. She grabs the check. And I'm like, all right, it's now 7.55, 8 o'clock. My next table's at 8.30. I, she pays out, whatever. I usually don't... I grab the check before people leave because if they tip me like, shit, I want to come by and give them a little stare. <laughs> so I go, look, $335 bill, uh-huh. $33 tip. She 10% of 10%. Now, 10%. So I tip out 3% of my, of my sales. sales. So, so I'm, I'm seeing a 7% tip now. And so I'm upset. And I'm like, damn, what a bitch. I knew I knew recognized her from somewhere. So I'm... All right, so I, I, you know, I walk back by. I'm a little colder, and she's like, "Hey, take our picture, take our picture." And I'm like, I'm, "All right, I'll take your picture." But guys, I got a table waiting in the bar, so I'll take your picture if you'll go back to the bar and finish your drinks. Y'all can hang out there as long as you want. I got an open You're table still for being you. Fucking diplomatic at that point. Yeah, that's pretty. But, but I want them out. That's pretty impressive. Uh, the table was not waiting in the bar, but I wanted her out yeah, of my of course, fucking yeah. section. She gets a little perturbed by that. The other three are like, "Oh, it's fine. Yeah, we'll do that and go." So I take, like I said before, I take a lot of pictures. Give the phone back. I walk away. She goes, I'm going to finish my glass of wine. He can't tell us to leave. And I hear her. She says this so I can hear her. So I'm like, all right. So what I do in this situation usually is like, if your water glass runs out, I take it. I'm not giving you any more water. I'm drying you out so you'll get the hell out of my section. This has been working for 20 years. This is how it works. If you don't know, you dry your tables out when you want them to go. Yeah. So I go back over there, and Karen's glass of red wine has like, I mean, it's got a half a sip in it. And I pick it up. And I turn around, and she goes, he took my wine, and I casually dumped that little bit of wine out and go, there's no wine in here, Karen. <laughs> and I called her Karen, and no one hears me. Oh, and my no. coworker pulls my shirt and goes, quit. Out. Come on, go, come out, go to the back. So I go to the back, and my coworker, she's managing the night. She's not the manager. She's just managing because the yeah, manager's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's fine. And I'm like, here's the tip. And she's like, it is not fine. <laughs> I'm like, it's not fun. No. Not fun. And so I'm upset. And like the chef sees me. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, 
look, I don't talk about money with you guys, but just know this lady has screwed me. Yeah, and She yeah. made a reservation for her purse. For, and yeah. Chef's like, she can't do that. So she gets up. She, she wants to talk to the man. They hang out for 30 more minutes. I told my head at 8.30. Table. They hang out until 8.30. Thank God the other table was late, and the other table wasn't great. But it doesn't matter. It's the principle that matters. Yeah, sure. She has to talk. She grabs a guy, James, who's wearing, who looks very nice. Are you the manager? He goes, no, it's, I'll get her. So it goes and gets Allison. So Karen was looking for a manager. For a manager. That's Karen, weird. That's, that's crazy. Weird. Ah, that's you crazy. don't think that's of Karen. Really Karen that's and really, managers don't usually. That's really crazy. Huh. So she goes to the huh. door to talk to the manager, Allison, and Allison's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Allison's seen her. I've told her the whole story. And Allison's already known. She knows everything that's going on. Gotcha. Allison's my girl. She's got my back. She's, just, she's a nice person. And she goes, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that. She's like, he was so rude the whole time. And, she, and Allison goes, well, I remember y'all laughing really loud at something. He was telling you like a story or something. It was like five minutes, right? She's like, well, I mean, other than that. She's like, well, did, did anything, was anything messed up? And she's like, well, no. Well, well when was he rude? Well, just, just at the end. Oh, okay. Well, so, I'm so sorry. So I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I go over there. I take the owner, Donald's card, and go, why don't you call him and complain about this? Yes. Because she goes, oh, I will. She goes, I come here all the time. And I'm like, I checked the books. You've been here three times in two years. You, fucking- you don't call her. You come all the time. She's like, oh, I'm calling him right now. So she walks outside. She's like, I'm never coming back. I'm like, please, God. I'm, and I throw the deuces up. I'm like, that's fine. Owners come in 30 minutes later. And I'm like, hey, guys. What's up? Here's what's going on. Yeah. I tell them the story, and the, and the other owner, Jeff, goes, Oh, she wants to do that. Next time she comes in, 50 bucks a chair. They don't show up, 50 bucks a chair, or they can, we can break the table down and give them a four top. And I was like, I love you guys so much. And Donald goes, you should have given her my card. I'm like, I did. He goes, I, I hope she calls me. I'll tell her never to come back in here again. And I was like, I fucking So she love. didn't well, go out and call right she now. She didn't call did anybody. She? Well, he, she had, he's got a landline because he's, he's <laughs> So she might have left a message, but I hadn't heard anything from him, and he would call me to be like, because he's got yeah. my back, and he uh, would have let me know. Yeah. And then he proceeded to tell me a story that nothing could do with the Karen that I'm going to tell you that's going to make you laugh. They had a soccer player come into our sister restaurant, La Scala. They tell me this story, and I'm not a huge soccer fan. Like a, like a big like a, famous one? A famous soccer player that okay. had, was here to get his G5 or G8 or whatever his plane fixed. Oh, of course. Comes to La Scala, best Italian food he's had outside of Italy. Raves and raves. He makes $300 million a year. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me get, let me get a, one of our soccer fan employees yeah, yeah, over here yeah. to hear his story. And I hear, messy? From the other room. And I'm like, fuck what off. the fuck? So I'm like, messy. And they're like, uh, I guess. I'm like, he's the LeBron James of soccer. Literally. He's the most supporting athlete he's, in the world. He's, he's the fucking Michael Jordan plus yeah. LeBron James yeah. plus. So I go tell uh, uh, Marco, shout out Marco again, the, our, our sous chef. And Marco's like, fucking me. So like, those that know are losing their mind. Yeah. Well, they, tell, they had told James, who's, who confirmed that it might have been messy. And they're like, y'all have a picture. They're like, oh, the chef's got on his phone. I'm like, I need to see this picture. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, if it's him, post it. But let one of us see it first. Yeah, yeah. Well, Detective James between Thursday and Friday or Wednesday to Thursday, whatever day, at 1.30 in the morning is like, it's not messy. Here are his whereabouts for the last week. And had gone back through his social media and figured out everywhere messy was. And then I think about it and go, messy doesn't take his plane to get fixed. Messi doesn't even talk to the guy that takes his plane to get fixed. Messi doesn't even talk to the fucking assistant that talks to the no. assistant to get And, like, these guys don't know. Who did it turn out to be? Though? I don't know yet. We haven't seen the picture yet. I'm assuming it was either like some B-grade soccer player or somebody was just having fun with them because they just didn't know. But the, sh- the new chef there is is from Sicily. Like, he's super Italian. He's been here for like 15 years. Okay, so, so does I would assume it, he would know. So does he think that the soccer player was possibly Italian? I, they Look, they didn't know who any soccer players were. They knew who... Guess which two soccer players these mid '60s gay men knew who uh, were Pele. Pele. <laughs> uh, there's one. There's an easy one on that one. Um, damn. Uh, the the guy with the beard that used to play for the U.S. Uh, no, Lolly. No. No. David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Come on, he's oh, so handsome. He's so handsome. Funny you're talking about soccer and LeBron James at the same time. I saw I saw on Reddit today. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic. A really, a really great footballer, yeah. but the he's just as has just as big of a fucking ego as he does a foot. You know what I okay. mean? Like the motherfucker, he goes, "Practice doesn't start until Zlatan shows up to practice." Because he was oh. in like an interview one time. This was like Allen Iverson, and they were like, um, "They're like, shouldn't you be off to practice?" He goes, "Training doesn't start until Zlatan is there." I like so, the third person because it's so. <laughs> he speaks to as in third person. So um, he played for. Um, uh, the LA Galaxy for a little bit for like a year or whatever. His first goal in the in the MLS 
was like a 40-yarder. A, b- oh, a bomb. Gee. I think I remember this. Yeah, it literally. He's been. It went, it went right over the goalie's fingers. Yep, I remember that. First game, first. I mean, literally, like, and I was like, it couldn't have happened to a worse dude. And it's like, <laughs> so, anyways, so LeBron James wants to welcome Zlatan Ibrahimovic to LA. So he sends him a jersey, a LeBron Lakers jersey. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Zlatan signed it. <laughs> And sit back. Oh, oh! You gotta love the balls on that move. That is. Oh, I like it. I I didn't want to like this guy, but I like him now. What do you think? LeBron signed it and sent it back. Man, I fucking hope he did. If (laughs) here you go. He wants Zlatan to sign his his jersey. You turn those off. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the tip calculation thing um, at the end of the Karen story. So you realized that it was fucking. T- yeah, I knew it was 10% immediately because it was exactly 10%. Yeah. Right, exactly. It was like, it, you know, like you said, it was fucking $133 or whatever. And it was yeah, three, 330 so you got a $30 tip, whatever. Yeah. So I've been experiencing, and it's happened to me like fucking three times in the past couple weeks. In the past week, I meant, sorry. The, I think it's the honey. Yeah. Make me count. My lips are stuck together. But it's happened to me a few times in the past few weeks where. Um, it makes us gassy. I mean, I usually drink out of a straw. <laughs> I didn't want to be bougie with a straw. Not too bougie knees. with a fucking $120 honey. No way we could be bougie. You got to drink out of a honeycomb straw. <laughs> Literal touch anything though. <laughs> but um so it'll be like a um like, like let's say it's between an eleven and a fifteen dollar exchange. Yeah. And they'll pull out their phone and calculate what twenty percent of that is. So right, I'm like right, right. so for me personally, if I go to a place and I buy something right, at a bar or whatever, restaurant, whatever. And I buy something that costs between ten and fifteen dollars. The twenty's coming out if I'm paying with cash. Right. The twenty's coming out and it's staying out, and that's it. You get the twenty. If that's if I don't fucking know you, that's if fucking the service was bad, the service was good. Right. Because you tw- don't because you don't want seventy five cents back. Yeah, I don't want to be like, uh, let me just get a dollar back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And unless I want to like chant, I want like, like some quarters for a fucking candy machine or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Unless you need them for something like a specific yeah, like task. for the for the fucking meter or something like that, whatever. But I've had so many people. It'd be like a twelve dollar tap, and they're like, All right, let's see. And then they'll write two dollars and, and thirty seven seventy six cents. Oh yeah. So I get it. Like, um, if if I had a like a if I was like out of town, I had a really large tab. But for me, like, I'm still, like, I still base it off of, like, if, I, it, if my tab's 130, I sort of start rounding to the next, the, um, the next thing. So I'm like, all right, so if, so if it's 130, 20's 150, 40's 170, let's do 180. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, something round, something even, yeah. something, you know, like, but I'm not, like, now, if it was, if I was, like, kind of broke and I fucked up and I, like, spent too much money, and I was like, oh, it's $280, and... You know, like fucking, I shouldn't have spent all that. I might start trying to calculate what twenty five percent. Yeah, is yeah, now. you gotta get, still got to throw something out there. Yeah, but you'll pick up a shift to cover your stupidity later. Right, right. exactly. But still, like, I just find it so strange. Like, and I understand the the the, the sentiment of like they don't want to undertip. Right. But also, anything up to like thirty fucking dollar, you know. Yeah, like if if your life is that poor that like seventy cents, I always tell people this. A dollar is not going to change your life, but a dollar makes your server or bartender feel a lot better. Yeah. I told my dad, my dad used to tip 20% exactly. And I'm like, or my grandmother or somebody, you know, would be the tip exact amount. I'm like, look, if it's, if you give them an extra dollar that makes that 20, 22, they feel a lot better about what they did. And then 20 is like, oh, that's fine. But like, it's just a little bit goes a long way. The person receiving the money versus the person giving the money. Right. Yeah. And it's, um, so that brings up another interesting thing to me. So I saw a picture the other day on one of like the uh, bartending pages and it was, it was someone paying for their ticket with cash and the tip was like around 20%, whatever. Like it was like a proper tip, but you could tell that this person knew the other person and they wrote them a note. They were like, Hey, sorry, I ran out of cash, but you were super awesome tonight. 
the service was great. We really, you know, we really liked you, this and that. And a lot of times people are like, oh, don't tip me with, fuck, you know, oh, thanks for the fucking kind words or whatever. Yeah. The tip was still there. Yeah, which is nice. But they also were like, look. Oh, I hate when someone shakes my hand. They're like, thank you so much. It's amazing. And I get the tip and I'm like, oh, oh, that's that's." 15, Anyone 14, who, ma- who makes a huge deal out of telling you how good you were. It's, I'm, all, I'm so suspect. It's all, man, you can almost always guarantee that. That. And, that and someone under 60 that wants water with no ice, for whatever reason, that's a sign to me of a bad tipper. Well, it hurts their old teeth. <laughs> well, it, that or it's, or it's like old Asian ladies. If you put ice in your water, it's like chewing on rocks. <laughs> I don't like touching rocks. <laughs> Just metal rocks. Rocks smell We are not alike them. So one I hate, I work at an upscale restaurant. My tab, I usually average about 60 bucks a person. Right. So when you pay your tab, if I walk by and you're, you're, you're dealing out cash and I hear the, the jingle of change, I know uh-uh. things are not – I've heard – It never goes well. And what I do is if you, uh, if you give me pennies, you know where they're going? In the fucking alley. I will go out in the alley and I will launch pennies. I don't want to carry around any change all night. Now, quarters, I got to suck it up and deal with it. But right. nickels, pennies, they're gone. Straight to the alley, motherfucker. I throw it in the alley, and then I can see if they're there after work, and they never are, because some homeless guy came by. Yeah. Like, Oop, doop, doop, doop. You're just, That's yeah. fine. You're hey, just paying it forward, paying baby. It, just mildly paying it forward. You know, <laughs> it's for his EB&T. You know, you've really softened since you watched but Temple what, Grandin. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst thing is, you know, you have a checkbook. It's got the two little sleeves for the checks, yep. and the little top square for the credit card. Yep. Fucking... Idiot morons <laughs> shove the change into no! that square, and then they bust it out like a fucking. So that one breaks the square, and two, I can't get the change out of there. <laughs> I gotta find it on the counter to get the change out. You it's start banging. Yeah, it's not fucking. Look, if you go to a nice restaurant, don't give them any change. They don't want it. They, yeah. short me. That's fine. If you're gonna tip me twenty percent exactly the change, I'll take the nineteen point six eight percent without the change. Without I don't the change, want anything yeah. to do. Round down if you have and to. And God forbid if you give me a bunch of Sacagawea dollars, I hate you. I have to carry. Uh, I have just yeah. my person to carry things on. Right. I don't have a place to stick stuff, so I don't have to add weight to my person. To even. I thought they fucking phased those Sacagaweas out. Well, when they were popular, when they got the new ones out, it was like yeah. eight or nine years ago. Yeah, people were so. like, "Hey, look what I've got!" I'm like, "It was such uh, a novelty." It was, but I just don't, I don't get it. Like, why would you, why, why do you carry, why are you carrying coins yourself? If it's a woman, you've got, you know, your 80 pound Karen bag. That's fine. But you're a dude. What do you, do you have a roll of quarters? In yeah, your but who has fucking, I mean, like, I don't, you know, I've carried cash a lot. I don't ever have change. But I don't ever have fucking coins, you know, Jingle. like. My my car uh, cup holder is full of them. Yeah, yeah. I've got change in my car, <laughs> and then I've got a fucking jar in my room. And now when I go to Wendy's, sometimes I'm like exact amount. Right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. Because like it's, it's in my car and it's there. Yeah. It's not my goddamn pocket. No, it's not in my pocket. I'm not walking around with. I don't have a coin purse. Yeah. With the little two little <laughs> things that, that you know, they used to carry cigarettes in back uh, in the day. They're like this long. They somebody was fucking fucking. I like Paul the coin purses they used to give you at Kent, where it was like you squeeze them in. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? pretty cool. You throw the change at the bottom of the pool and go get it if you want to pay me in change if as long as you put it in that <laughs> fucking coin pouch and give right, it to back, me back in the game then you're all game. good hey well thank you guys for listening to this week uh this was super fun again been a great uh, week i just talked to the camera that wasn't there that wasn't there <laughs> we've been off for a little bit so uh at from behind the barcast on instagram email us at from behind the barcast at gmail.com we are on facebook it's paxed uh to subscribe on youtube it's paxton eugene and Anchor.com, anchor.fm forward slash from behind the broadcast if you want to leave us a voice message. If you leave a voice message, I will Venmo you $1 for a dry hand job. We will Venmo you $1 for every anchor message that you send. You know send. what? You, yeah, you've got in the next two weeks, you get an anchor message out there that's worthwhile. I can't, I don't want no bullshit stuff. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. But if about, it's worthwhile. Yeah. Well, if it gets on the air, and look, we want to put these on we the air. We want to put these on the air. We so want, you get it? We, you'll we get want to hear your story. In fact, if you want me to put it for a wet hand job, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll even go wet hand yeah, job for I'll you. I'll spit on it for you. Let's do this. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We love you. See you Thank next you. week. Bye, guys.